Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast is a ministry of Mountain View Baptist Church in Thomaston, Georgia. For more information about our church or services, please visit our website at mvbaptist.org. We sincerely hope you enjoy the message. Praise the Lord. Hey, there was a man one time and he... uh. He was interviewing for a job. He was a young man. He was kind of full of himself. He kind of figured, I got this job under wraps. It's not a big deal, you know. So he was interviewing for that job, and the man who was interviewing him said, well, what kind of a salary are you looking for? What kind of salary are you looking for? He said, well, I was thinking about the range of about $150,000. The guy looked over at him. He said, well, okay, we can handle that. He said, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll give you $150,000. We'll, we'll give you a brand new Camaro. We'll give you a brand new Camaro. We'll give you, we'll give you uh, free insurance. Your insurance will be free. We won't deduct it. And you'll have a $0 deductible. You'll have eight weeks paid vacation. Eight weeks paid vacation. That young man was sitting there going, he looked at that guy and he said, you got to be kidding. He said, yes, I am, but you started it. Amen? You started it. Here's the thing, folks. Here, here, here's the thing. Benefits. It's crazy today. It was funny, I, I forgot who said it in Sunday school this morning, but, you know, when people are meeting one another now, they want to know what kind of benefits you got before they even marry you, what know, kind of health insurance you got, all those kind of things like that. Hey, I'll tell you somebody right now, somebody right now that has all the benefits in the world, and that's God. That's Jesus Christ and his, his benefit plan, and I praise God for that, I do. I, I love going, uh, my daughter just texted us, hadn't been, I don't know, uh, two days ago, she said, oh my goodness, the Perry Fair is going to be, it's going to be open again this year. I said, well, praise God, and I like the fair not so much for the rides, I do ride the rides, but I like it because of the food. They'll fry anything. Ernie, they'll fry anything. They fry pencil erasers, they fry everything, and if you'll fry it, I'll try it, amen, there's no doubt about that. But here's the thing, folks. I love the carnival. But here's what a lot happened a lot of times with the carnival, just to be honest with you. I'll go in there and, you know, a lot of times you can buy bracelets. And if you mess up and go on a non-bracelet night, you've got to buy a whole bunch of tickets. You do. You've got to buy a whole bunch of tickets. And here's the thing that makes me so mad. Sometimes we'll go and we'll buy all those tickets and we'll have them in our hands and stuff. And we'll go and, and, and look, we'll, we'll have a good time and, and, and we'll ride on those rides and we'll, we'll and, and I don't get it. I don't get it. Look here, Six Flags. They sit you, they pay, take you 200 feet, 200 feet above the ground and they lay you in a seat just like this. Now you're 200 feet and they just put this one little bar over you. Like, man, you better strap me in. What's wrong with you? But anyway, they put this one little bar over you. But let me tell you something about the fair sometimes. See? We'll get all these tickets, and then I'll go home, and I'll be taking all the receipts and junk out of my pocket and realize I've got a pocket full of these tickets left. I, see, see, I paid money to ride the rides, and I didn't ride them. See, I, see, I had these tickets, and I go to myself, my goodness gracious, look at all, I got nine tickets. I could have put three of them kids on there and spun them around again and see if they would puke or not. I could have I put them, I could have put them, I could have put those tickets to use. You know what I wonder, folks, and then we're going to get into the Word in just a second. You know what I wonder is, how many of us are not understanding the benefits of God? How many of us are going to get to heaven one day? He's going to say, what you got there in your pocket, right? And I'm going to go to digging, and I'm going to pull out tickets of all the things God wanted for my life. And it's because I didn't, I didn't use the tickets, it's because, I, it's because I, chose not to, I chose not to say, I could have ridden that ride. I could have ridden the ride of forgiveness, or I could have ridden the ride of any of the, all these other things that God had for me, and all these benefits God had for me. And listen, today's not going to be uh, one of those things where, we, where we, you know, we kick you around, that kind of thing. Today, I want you to understand the benefits of God. But a lot of us are going to go to heaven, and he's going to say, why you still got tickets in your pocket? 
If you would, please stand for the reading of God's Word. We're going to be in Psalm 103. Psalm 103, starting with verse 5, or 1 through 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who, who thy life from destruction, redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy soul with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. You may be seated. Folks, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I want us to realize in all of this. When we're looking, when we're looking at all this and we say, okay, the benefits of God, and how do I, how do I make sure that when I go to heaven, I've not wasted my life? And by wasted your life, I don't mean that you somehow found the, the very thing that you are supposed to do in your career or something like that. I'm talking about wasting your life, having gone before God and said, you know what? I could have done this for you, Lord. And not talking about talents. He's given you the opportunity. He said, listen, I had something big for you, Eric, but you chose to come up here and you still got the tickets in your hand. You never took the ride. You never got on the ride I had for you. I wanted to help you through this. I wanted to help you through that. I wanted to help you through this situation. I wanted you to jump on. I wanted you to have courage. I wanted you to do all that. Here's one thing I want us to look at, folks. Don't ever leave gratitude in your pockets. What does it say? It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Forget not his benefits is what the word says. Gratitude to the Lord. And he says, you've missed out. Because the more you're grateful... And God pours out his blessing. Hey, let me tell you something, folks. This past, uh, and I say this a lot, and I won't ever stop preaching it like this. This last wild game supper we had. Oh, listen, everybody said, oh, listen, Mountain View, man, they had a, they had a great supper there. And, you know, the, the, the pastors there were up speaking. They were giving away prizes and blah, blah, blah. And here's what we don't realize, all the, all the undercurrent, Sammy. Here, here was the thing. There was people in there cooking for three days. There were people in there putting up tables, the youth putting up tables, uh, making sure that's right. And Miss Sherry making sure she had her camouflage squares in the middle of the tables and, and everybody coming through and cleaning up and getting ready. And then afterwards, oh, my goodness, afterwards, afterwards it, was, it, was, it was machinery because uh, uh, Chet said, hey, guys, Mountain View, Mountain View, listen, we got to clean up. And within 30 minutes, the whole place had been cleaned up. Whole place had been cleaned up. There's somebody, I'm not going to name the names, there's somebody that's, that's, that's teetering on joining the church. They said, I guess since I'm not joined yet, I don't have to clean up, amen? So no, we got to clean up. But folks, let me tell you something about gratitude. Somebody will say to somebody, they'll say, you know, an alcoholic will, will get saved, and they'll say this, they'll say, that faith of yours is delusional. That faith of yours is delusional. And, and, and you know what? There was an alcoholic one time that said this. He said, I, I thank God for the delusion. He said, first of all, it's not a delusion. He said, but that delusion has, has cleaned my body up. That delusion has got me clothes on my kid's body. That delusion has got, got my life right. That delusion has got me wanting to worship the Lord. That delusion has done I just thank God for the delusion. He said, if it's a delusion, I hope God sends it to every single alcoholic out there and drug addict out there. I hope he delivers them with it. Oh, that we would be grateful for all that God does for us. Oh, that we'd be grateful to miss it if we say, listen, I, I just want to, he said, don't leave gratitude in your pockets. Don't, whatever you do, whatever you do. Let me tell you something. I'm so thankful. Get on these rides and stuff and 
I'm going to tell you something. What, I, I tell people all the time, my problem, and the deacons know this, the deacons know this, and they, they have to corral me in, and, and I thank them for that. My problem is not no. My problem is, is saying yes. Because I, I know what it means. I know what it feels like to dream. And sometimes you got to have those people in there who kind of guide you in the right, guide you in the right direction. You say, Ryan, wait, let's, let's pull it back just a little bit. Let, let, let's pull it back. But, but, but listen to me, listen to me. To get on that ride of gratitude and say, listen, everywhere I go, I'm going to see how people contribute. Somebody will say, I don't have to go to church. I am the church. Let me, let me, I do understand what you're saying, and I always, I kind of smile when people say, because there's no argument to that. You're just going to say, yeah, you are. But here's the problem, folks. I can go to, how, how many of you remember Prudential, the piece of the rock? You know, you just got, you just got I got a piece of the rock. All right, Here, here's, the, here's the thing, here's the thing. I can take a rock off of a mountain, and I can take it to my house, Larry. I can take that rock, and I can take it to my house, and I can sit it on the shelf over there. And it can be all by itself. And being all by itself, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be doing its thing, okay? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be sitting on the shelf, and I can say, listen, man, you need to get back to the mountain. He says, oh, don't worry about that. I am the mountain. No, no, friend, you're a piece of the mountain. You see, if, if, if they had taken me and Chet, if me and Chet had been the only other ones here Thursday night, we'd still be here cleaning up. We'd still be here teaching Sunday school on Sunday morning. We'd still be trying to do our, we, we'd be dead. We'd kill ourselves doing it. No, 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 I don't have to come to church. I am the church. No, friend, you are a part of the church. And the more we're together, oh, you take one horse that pulls 6,000 pounds, but you take two horses. It's not 12,000 pounds. It's 18,000 pounds. And the more that they can pull, the more we come together, the more we can be in gratitude together, the more we can work together, the more that we are grateful to God. He says, why are you coming to heaven with grateful tickets in your pocket oh listen I say it time and time again in just two weeks the next next Mountain View booklet will be out and I'm gonna tell you over the last three days Miss Patsy she edits those booklets for me and she said Matt she texts me all you know we're, we're texting at 11 o'clock last night she's still trying to figure out what in the world I'm trying to say amen and she's editing this stuff. And then Amy goes and formats and makes sure it gets into the book like it's supposed to be. And my buddy puts the covers on the front of it and, the, and all of this kind of stuff like that. And I come in here and there are people who are cleaning. There are people who are putting up, the, putting up the stage and people who are making costumes and people who are doing all that stuff. And God says, don't keep gratitude in your pockets. Make sure you pe tell people that you appreciate them. Folks, today you can have an opportunity to leave here today and go out here. You're going to see people and how they, how they have a part to do in your life. There's a piece that they're doing. Thank everybody who has any piece, whether they're paid or not, for doing something for you. Thank them. But too many of us go walk out there. We go, we're going to end up in heaven with these tickets in our hand. He's going to say, why didn't you use the tickets? Why didn't you thank people? Why didn't you love people enough to say, you? I thank you so much for what you've done for me. Let me promise you this. You'll get more reward from thanking them than you could ever imagine. More reward for thanking them than you could ever imagine. Say, uh, say, Lord, I got these thank you tickets. But here's the next thing. Don't leave forgiveness in your pockets. Don't leave forgiveness in your pockets. Because I'm going to tell you something. Sin, sin is so awful and the sin can tear you down. But the forgiveness of God is so much. He says, I spread this out to you. I gave you forgiveness. Why then will you not be, forgive those who have sinned against you. Oh, but it's easy to say. We say, Lord, say, you know, I, I'm here, but that, but that was too rough. That was too hard. That was too rough. That was too hard. I can't forgive them for what they did. I, I can't. There's, there's no way I can. Lord, yeah, I showed up with tickets in my pocket. 
I showed up here with my forgiveness tickets, but I got my gratitude tickets. I did good there. He says, didn't you want to ride that ride? Didn't you want to ride the forgiveness ride? Ryan, you don't know what they did to me. Folks, do you know what they did to Jesus? Do you know about spitting in God's face? Do you know about whipping? Oh, we're going to portray it in in a couple of weeks, but it won't be anything like that. They tore him to pieces. They they beat him. They spit on him. They nailed him to a cross. And here's the thing. Forgiving them as they're doing it. It is amazing that a God could do that. That God could forgive me of my sins. And you get to heaven, you're like, yeah, I decided not to give these people that ticket. That, 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 Lord, that, that hurt too much. Yeah, I got all these tickets in my pocket. I got all these, but these are the forgiveness tickets. And, I, and I'm, I'm just too darn scared to forgive them because I don't want to let them off the hook. I don't want to let them off the hook, God. No matter what the Bible says, as vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I just, Lord, I just want them to hurt. And let me tell you something, friend. Oh, listen, holding that unforgiveness is you drinking the poison hoping they die. He says, oh, listen, well, listen don't, don't keep unforgiveness in your pockets. Don't keep, don't, don't keep forgiveness the chance for you to say, I'm giving this to you. I'm giving it. I'm going to forgive you. Say, well, my father wasn't a good father. There's no way I can forgive him. My mother wasn't a good mother. I can't forgive her for what she did. Oh, listen, my, that ex-husband of mine or that, 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 that ex-wife of mine, I can't do it. I can't forgive him. I wonder why then we expect God to do the same. Oh, we're right there in the midst of that. He says, don't keep those tickets in your pocket, Sammy. Use them. Get on the ride. And yet, let me tell you something. Forgiveness is a bumpy ride. Forgiveness goes up and down, around, in loops and stuff. And it'll scare you to death. And you don't know. You think you're getting off the hook. Let me tell you something. They're not getting off the hook. You're getting off the hook. From the pain, the suffering, and all those things. Oh, folks, listen to me. It's so important that we know that forgiveness has to be given now. Because we're going to show up in heaven and we're going to say, God, I couldn't forgive them. I just couldn't forgive them. And he'd say, do you know how much blessing I had available to you for letting it go? Do you hold, no, listen, listen, don't leave, don't leave healing in your pockets. Don't leave healing in your pockets. Yes, physical healing hurts, healing relationships, healing churches, healing bodies, all of these things. Folks, let me tell you something. There are so many people hurting out there. I'm going to tell you something about anxiety and depression. It is growing at an astronomical rate. It's coming in. Depression and anxiety, all those things that are beating you up and tearing you to pieces, it's coming. It's crazy. But here's what they say. All these mental institutions that are out there and all these counseling places that are out there, and there are many, many hundreds of thousands out there. Let me tell you something about them. They said we could have 70% of our patients leave these offices if they just forgive themselves. If they just forgive themselves, James. See, here's the the thing. We We can let them all go if we can teach them that, listen, you can be forgiven. Here's the problem. They're trying to solve that problem without Jesus. They got everybody in front of them. They're trying to solve that problem. You, you don't have to be in shame. You don't have to be in guilt. You can be forgiven. They can't say that about Jesus. They don't bring Jesus into it. Folks, the only way you can be forgiven or forgive yourself is because of Jesus. Folks, think about this. Corey Tim Boom, a Dutch watchmaker, they were hiding Jews in their house. They were hiding Jews in their house during World War II, and they were caught. When they were caught, they were put into a concentration camp. And they were put in a concentration camp, and, and they, were made to, they were made to march before all of the guards 
just as naked as they could be. They were, every day, they had, to be, they had to be searched just like that. They had just the shame of it all to walk in front of those guards and all. After the war, after it was all over, and they had survived, she had survived, and she had lost her parents and so many others. She would go to Germany every once in a while, and she would teach on the subject of forgiveness. And she was up there, and she was teaching them all about forgiveness and all about, all about how it will release you and all of those things. And she said she was standing there, and she was giving the speech. Listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. She was giving the speech. And way back in the back, as everybody was starting to leave, she said the Germans didn't show a lot of emotion, but they wanted to be there to hear that. He said, but back in the back, she could see a man standing there, and he was balding, and he, he had a hat in his hand, and it was crumpled up hat in his hand, and he was in a suit. And she looked back, and she was trying to figure it all out, and he was pushing against the current. They were all leaving, and he was coming towards her. She said, suddenly that suit he was wearing, I began to see memories. That suit turned from a light gray to a dark blue from the Nazis. She said, and he started walking up toward the, down, the, down, that, down that row. And as it got closer and closer, I realized I recognized him, but he didn't recognize me. That was the very guard that pulled me and my sister out every day. That was the same one that saw many people die and was the cause of many people of them dying. It was the same one. She says, I'm standing in front of him face to face, and he walks up to me and he says these words. See, healing is not just physical healing. There's an emotional healing. There's a psychological healing. And see, see, the problem is we go to heaven. We've been suffering all this time, and God says, I had rides for you. I had a, I had a chance for you to be healed and you to forgive. I had all these things, and it could have helped you there, but you were looking for somebody just to wipe it all away. I I had a ride for you to ride, and you said, no, 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 I still, got, I still got tickets in my pocket that I didn't use. But she said she was standing there, and the man walked up to her, Ray, and he put out his hand. He put out his hand to shake it. And she said she, she felt like it was an eternity, but she knows it was just a few seconds. She didn't know whether or not she could shake that hand. She had been teaching on this for in, in several cases. She knows she'd been teaching on forgiveness, and she saw that hand, and she was like, oh, man, this is the same one that nearly killed us. This is the same one we walked by naked time and time again. And he said these words. He said, I know God has forgiven me, but I want you to say you forgive me. And she stood there for just a few moments. All of that, you know what I'm talking about, all that junk in your head. All that junk in your head, and you're like, no, uh -uh, I'm not letting them off the hook. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I can't let it go. I can't. And finally, she grabs him and hugs him and says, I forgive you all of, the, all of the things you've ever done. I forgive you. I forgive. And she meant it with all. She said she had never felt closer to God in all of her heart. Healing cities and healing counties, healing states, healing our country. What they need to know in the U.S. Congress is it's not their legislation that's going to heal our nation it's Jesus Christ and his shed blood on the cross. Don't leave mercy. Don't leave mercy in your pockets. Going back to, back to Corey and all the, all the mercy she had to show, folks, let me tell you something. Napoleon, the great general, he, he had an opportunity to, to slay one of his enemies and they'd been in jail for a while and the mama came to him and said, I'm asking you for your mercy. He said, he doesn't deserve mercy. She said, that's what makes it mercy.
How many of us are going to show mercy to others? How many of us are going to show mercy to others? How many of us are going to say, you know, listen, and there was this woman one time, she was, Mark, she was, she was walking through the park and she was getting, she saw this man, he was taking pictures of everybody and she was taking these pictures of everybody and she, she said, hey, take a, take, a, take a picture of me and, and he was doing the Polaroid thing back in the day and he took the picture and handed it to her and she was so proud and way before selfies, there were selfies and she was walking by and, and you're walking, walking away and she said, oh, this picture's awful. And so she goes back to the guy and she says, listen, you, you, this picture, you didn't do me justice. He said, ma'am, you don't need justice. You need mercy. Amen. <laughs> when we needed justice the most, I deserve justice now. I deserve hell now. But he said, he said, Ron, he said, he said, I've given you, I gave you all these mercy tickets. I've given you mercy. Are you going to show everybody else mercy? Are you going to show them mercy? Are you going to say, listen, I forgive you. You don't deserve it, but I forgive you. I'm not even going to say that. Oh, Lord, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I had, I had all the mercy, but I got, some, I got some mercy tickets left. I, I got some in my back pocket, and I got some in my front. I got these, and he's like, why didn't you get on the ride? I paid for those tickets. And you're coming to me with the same ones. Oh, I could have I forgiven Ray. And, and listen, listen, I could have I forgiven Freddie for what he did. You don't even know what you did, do you, buddy? I could have I forgiven him. I could have I had shown mercy. I could have shown mercy. Oh, it says, forget not his benefits. What does it say? Bless the Lord. I'm going to he forgiveth our sins. He healeth our diseases. He redeemeth, he redeemeth thy life from destruction. He crowneth thee with love and kindness. Praise God. Look at this. Look, 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 look. Mercy. There were times when I would cry out for mercy when I was about to get spanked. Carry me out of the church on your shoulder. Pray for me. Amen. <laughs> But here's the thing, folks. Don't leave mercy in your pockets. Here's another thing. Don't leave eagle's wings in your pocket. Oh, my goodness. It says, it says, who satisfy thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle's. Don't, don't leave eagles. We, look, folks, listen, I don't care. You can, you can say, Ryan, I'm just visiting from another church. I came here for baptism. I came for all that. It doesn't matter to me where you attend church as long as you attend a Bible-believing church. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. This church, this church is a dreaming church. This church believes in big things, believes in faith. He says, Ryan, oh, listen, listen, oh, look, tell, tell everybody, I'm ready to do some big things at this Easter play. I want to see people delivered. I want to see people saved. Yes, Lord, I'll tell them they believe it. I know they believe it. Folks, let me tell you something. But so many of us are going to go to heaven with tickets in our pocket. He said, Ryan, I could have, I could have, listen, I could have done this for you. I could have done a miracle there. I could have brought revival, but too many people are coming to me with revival tickets in their hand. I was too scared to use them. Get right up to the ride. You know those people? <laughs> you get right up to the ride. You just, you, man, you're like, oh yeah, man, it's going to be good. We're all having a good time. And it's just about your time to get on the ride. And you're like, nah, I think I'm going to set this one off. You see one person come off purple and you think, man, I can't do it. Let me tell you something. God's, God's rides will sometimes nauseate you. The rides you're going to get on for the Lord will sometimes go hurt you. 
Sometimes you're going to get off there a little nauseated. Sometimes you're going to get off with a little headache. He says, listen, but on the other side of this, I'm telling you, you're never going to regret. I'm going to take you on rides you could never believe. I want you to dream. Oh, but folks, there are vultures and then there are eagles. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. When a vulture's flying up high, all a vulture's looking for is dead stuff. Oh, listen, all it's looking for is dead stuff. You get an eagle up there, and they're floating around, and they're looking, they're looking at all the land. They're checking it out. And listen, they are looking for live stuff. They're looking for live stuff to go again. But listen, listen, they're looking for life, and they're looking for the mountains, and they're looking to soar, and they're looking to do those things that are meant for God's people. They're looking for, for the growth and for salvations as such. They're looking for the big things in this world. But too many of us are going to heaven and saying, Lord, I still got tickets in my pocket. And he says, why would you do that? You have forgotten the benefits of of God. He says, forget not the benefits of the Lord. Forget them not. Hold them dear. Have them in. Hold them as close as you can. Don't forget them. Don't forget God has the resources. Here's the thing. And listen, listen, I, I have to say this. Again, I say it so much. Don't leave tiny blessings in your pockets. So many people say, my life is miserable. I'm going to get on this ride, Lord, but I'm just telling you my life is miserable. Oh, listen, you just look like you ate a persimmon sandwich. You're just a little mad. Mad at everything. Mad at everything. Mad at the world. Folks, just yesterday, Amy and I were walking past our ditch, the ditch out there in our mailbox. You say, Ryan, that's, that's nothing special. You know what we saw? A daisy. See, when the wild daisies come, I've told y'all in a, in a, in a bulletin, when, when a, uh, wild daisies come, I can pick those wild daisies and I'll take them inside for Amy. And they come up all over the place. It's been so cold, Ray. It's been wintertime. It's been so cold and blistering cold and rainy and all those things like that. And we go out there and say, hey, there's one little daisy. And Amy goes, come on, daisies. <laughs> We're rooting for the daisies. Oh, my life's so miserable. Oh, do you know all the good things, Eric, that we're going to see today, Brother Ed? We're going to see so many good things today. We're going we're gonna, to, there's going to be, you're going to go to the restaurant, and there's going to be some little kid giggling, got half their teeth. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. And they're going to be running around having a good time. They're going to have food all over their face. If you go to Dairy Queen, they have ice cream all over their face, little rinds with ice cream all over their face, just getting crazy. Don't, don't, don't forget this. We, we, we're going to get to heaven and say, God, I had a miserable life. He's going to say, that's because you never used your tickets. You never, the, a bowl of ice cream is a blessing. Krispy Kreme is from the Lord. <laughs> but what about, hey, uh, Amy asked me one time, it, it totally floored her, totally floored her, totally floored her. One time she sent me, it was the craziest thing. We always said, we send texts and things. I'm, I'm hurried, I promise you, I'm about to let you go. But we got, we got the texting back, each other back and forth. I was going through some things and she sent me, she sent me a text of the, of the flexing arm and the cross. And we have this little book we write in every day that has questions for your marriage. You know, you write through it and things like that. And we, we're writing in this book and everything. And it asked me, it said, what's one of the nicest things your wife did for you? This week, the most incredible thing she did was to encourage me. 
Let me tell you something, men and women. Every, and I'll teach this one day, but every woman wants to be a princess and every man wants to be a superhero. Bottom line. But then you get, you get to go in, you get to go into this thing, listen, listen, she sends a, a flexing arm and she sends a cross. And I think to myself, I'll run, I, listen, I, I, will, I will try to beat up anybody for that woman. Listen, I may not whip you, but I'm going to try. And then, look, 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 listen, listen, listen. So, so these little blessings that she was sending to Texas, she would encourage the, the yellow flowers that are out here on Jeff Davis right now that will be gone before you know it. Why don't you soak that in? Why don't you say, God, oh, I'm not going to leave those tickets in my pocket. I'm going to be a man and say, thank you, God, for every single little blessing. Thank you for every single blessing. Oh, the fact that you, a daughter's smile, a son's goals that are reached, memories of a church, the, the word of God, giving a gift to somebody. Uh, the, look, 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 look here's, here's the thing. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you this story. I'm just having a good time. Y'all can fire me tomorrow. All right, listen. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The other week, I was talking about the truck I wanted. Somebody bought me one. <laughs> Wayne and Daisy Briber, they, they, bought, they bought me the truck of my dreams. It's just it's, I can't get in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but this means something to me. When, when Judy Garls comes in and he, she and Gail have, have bought books or something, it means, listen, don't you go through this day and say you haven't been blessed. You haven't been blessed. Oh, folks, we're so blessed. It's, it's crazy. We're, the sun's shining. The temperature's wonderful. You get to go outside. You get in here with your family. We're worshiping the Lord. We got controlled temperature, sort of. We got all of that. Praise God. Family, friends, a child's giggle, a family meal, all of these things, folks, don't keep them in your pocket. You're like, listen, oh, I, I, I don't, I'm going to go to heaven. I'm going to be like, listen, I, I must not have been anything good in this world. And God's going to say, what in the world are you thinking? There are blessings everywhere. Last thing is this. Don't leave salvation in your pockets. Little boy. He wants to go to the circus so bad, and it's 1800s, and he says, Mama, Daddy, I want to go to the circus. He raises the money. He gets the, he gets the, uh, he gets the money to go, and he gets a ticket. Circus is coming through town, and like all the circuses used to go coming through town, he was like, oh, my goodness. He was like, I, I'm going to go and watch the, I'm going to watch the circus. I'm going to do that. But circuses, what they like to do is they come through in a parade first and show everybody to get the, enticed to come to the circus. And so he walks all out there. He's raised his money. He's so excited, and he gets to the parade part, and he watches all of them come by, and the, and the, and the little the clowns come by, and the animals come by, and he's so excited and all of that. And he gives one of the clowns his money, and he thinks, man, I've, I've been to the circus and he walks away when all he had really been doing was going to the parade before the circus there's so many people out there who think they've experienced life and they put in their dues and they've come close they've come close but they forget the benefits of God all of these things that we go these benefits that we, we give mercy and grace and love and forgiveness if we give all the gratitude to these people that we can we can ride the ride with the Lord that we can be excited to ride this ride we could dream big we could see God work big oh if we would just remember his benefits praise God oh if we remember them Billy Leanne Jennifer and Jeff came to me and they said this, we'd like to start a group going door to door witnessing. I said, man, I said, the only problem with that is 
I want you to understand, I want you four to do it. I want, because they've been doing it for years. I said, I want you four to do it, but remember this, there might not be a whole lot of people coming to help you. They said, that's okay, we'll start it, and God will, God will bring the people, and they can just stand behind us, and they can, get, they can get used to it, and then they can do it. You see, folks, nothing's changed. We have to bring the gospel out there. God saved our souls. Why would we keep, why would we keep those tickets in our pocket? You say, we can get up there, and he says, oh, I wanted so-and-so to be saved. Oh, I got their ticket right here. God says, oh, I wanted so-and-so to hear the gospel. Oh, I got their ticket right here. I'm sorry, Lord, it was still in my pocket. It was still in my pocket. Folks, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, friends. With all of my heart, we have no business keeping salvation stuffed in your pocket. We have to go around and we have to give them out. Say, hey, I got your ticket to heaven, Theo. I got some tickets here. Brad, I want you to go to heaven, brother man. I want you to be there, brother. Bob, listen, we play golf together. I want Shirley. I know you're a Florida fan, but I believe you're saved, Amen. But listen, we're handing them out, Fred. We listen, if you keep them in your pocket, that's no good. God says you give everybody, you give them all your tickets for salvation. You tell them about Jesus. You transform some lives. You do some things. You tell them about the blood of Jesus. And let's see them saved, praise God. Amen. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Lord Jesus, we love you. And God, I pray, Heavenly Father, I won't keep a single ticket in my pocket. I pray, Lord, that I'll show gratitude, that I'll show mercy, that I'll show forgiveness. God, that I will reap the, I will show them your benefits, God. I'll show them to them, Lord. Help us to be a strong church. Help us to be a merciful church. Help us to be a forgiving church. Help us to be a dreaming church. Help us to be an eagle church, God. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Friend, maybe there's somebody here who doesn't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Friend, it's not a delusion. It's the truth. Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. He died on the cross for your sins. He died on the cross for my sins because I had many. He wants to forgive you today. Friend, if you want to make it right with God, I want you to pray this prayer, meaning it with all your heart. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. And Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry for my sin. Lord, I want to be forgiven of my sin. And I want you to save my soul. I want to be right with you. I'm not worried about the world, Lord. I want to be right with you. And I pray, God, you'll save me. I believe your son Jesus died on the cross for me. And I want to be saved. In the name of Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed. In just a moment, friend, we're going to sing a song. You say, oh, I prayed that prayer, Ryan. Just come and see me. I'm not, going to, I'm not going to embarrass you. I promise you I won't embarrass you. I'll try not to. But I want you to come and see me and say, I prayed that prayer so that we can pray together and make sure we, we know what's happened and the, and the people can know what's happened. For the rest of us, I want you to pray to God. God, don't let me keep any tickets in my pocket. Help me to serve you with all my heart. Help me to tell the world about a Savior who died for them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. What a wonderful and inspiring word we've just heard. It is our prayer that our Lord has richly blessed you through this message. Please join us next time for another message from our pastor. Until then, may you find hope and peace through Christ Jesus, 
our Lord and Savior.